0: Typically in January of every year, we teach on the kingdom, how the kingdom works, how it operates, and how you are to flow in it. And Pastor Josh did such a great job last Sunday at introducing us to our word for this season, which is manifest. And I'm going to pick up after that sermon that he taught, and I'm also going to talk about manifest, but I want to give you my title right up front. My title is already done already done and I'm going to share some things with you about already done because we start our consecration today we go for 21 days as we're manifesting these things that God has given to us and I just want to show you who you are why it's important to manifest and then how to manifest because you can carry a lot of things in your heart for a long time A lot of things in your head. You can carry dreams. You can carry things in your womb. You can have desires. But there has literally been, and I'll just say it up front so I shock you up front, okay? There has literally been a plan that was put in place by the church that exists. By the mainline church all over the world there has been a plan to make sure you don't know how to manifest so that you can become dependent on your religious leaders. And these religious leaders will lead you eventually to try to coronate an earthly king. They will teach you how to worship an earthly king. They'll teach you how to fight for an earthly king. And ladies and gentlemen, there is no earthly king. There is only one king. His name is Jesus. There's only one Lord. His name is Jesus. There's only one Savior. His name is Jesus. So are you shocked? Are you shocked yet? You will be in a moment. So now, let's talk about this subject of already done. Are you ready? Let's talk about the word manifest. Uh, Pastor Josh gave you a definition, and I'm going to give you a few points. The word manifest literally means disambiguation. Disambiguation is when you simply, it's the act of making something clear. Disambiguation. It's no longer ambiguous. It's no longer shadowy. It's no longer, it's no longer obscure. Uh, disambiguation or manifest means it shows up and now it has, it's been made clear to you. Lastly, it is literally bringing something that is unseen into the scene. Disambiguation brings something from you can't really touch it, you don't know what it is, but it's sort of in the ethereal. It's out there someplace. Well, what we're talking about now in this season of manifestation, you're literally going to see things come from the unseen into the seen, from the unfelt into the felt, from the unsmelled into the smell, to the untouched into the touch. Stuff that's in your head is going to be in your hands. Hallelujah. (laughs) Stuff that's mental to you is going to become physical. And that's what God is doing in the season. So you gotta understand manifest and you gotta understand your part in it, but more importantly, you gotta understand that manifesting is in your power. You never give your power to manifest to anyone else, not even your pastor. You never trade that dominion you were given in Genesis 1 to any person. If you do, You'll end up worshiping that person and defending that person as if they are God's answer to your dream. And no one is God's answer to your dream except you. Shout it with me. You never give that away. You never give that away. That's unkingdom like. That's undominion like for you to give that away. Don't teach your children to give that away. You hold your own dominion. That's your job. Am I making any sense? So now watch this now. Let's deal with this subject so that we can understand. God is the only creator. Write it down. God is the only creator. God is the only creator. God is the only creator. What does that mean? What that means is you can stop trying to create because you can't create. We're wasting our time when we're trying to bring something out of our head into our hands by creating it. If it's in your head, it means it's already created. So the energy we spend, stick with me, saints, stick with me, saints, get a notebook. Get your kids out of bed and put them around the TV, the I don't care, the phone, the whatever. You are not here to create. Everything for your life already exists. Everything exists in God already. It exists. It's there. It's real. So, your job is to understand that everything that you dream about, everything you think about, everything that you desire, you only desire it because it exists. Write it down I cannot want something that I don't already have. Say it with me I cannot want something that I don't already have I already have it it's already created for me and that's why it's being brought to my mind it's being brought to my mind because it already exists for me and no one else can have it except me so I got to get my head right and what most of church in the world wants to do is make sure you don't get your head right We don't have to be mad at our children. Pastor I said this last Sunday, so I'll just get it out of my I'll get it out. He said, you don't have to be mad at your kids for dreaming. They're only dreaming about what God already gave them. So just because you don't believe it, don't kill their dream. Maybe life has taught you not to believe. You got too many failure, you got too many failure memories. You got too many things that didn't work out. Well, your kids don't have that experience. So don't give that to them. So anyway, this is is what I want to say to you about God being the creator. Genesis, let me go through this real quick. Genesis 2, 1 through 3, I want to let you know about this God who creates and who you are, right? This God who creates in Genesis 2 and 1, it says, Thus the heavens and the earth and all the hosts of them were finished. Everything that God, the earth, the heavens, and you, he finished it all. Verse 2, it says, and on the seventh day, God did what? He ended his work of creation. He ended his work of creation. In other words, he finished. Then he did something important. He rested. And since Genesis 2 God has been resting. God ain't working no more. Listen, listen to me. He created everything for me and you, then he sat down. He created it, closed the book, sat down. Then he created you. So you better wrap your head around who you are. You're not some wet noodle. You're not some person that has to fight for some earthly king. You're not some person that that has to rely on other people. That's not who you are. You are not creator because you don't have to create. Folks, this right here is the kingdom. This right here is dominion, what I'm teaching you today, so please listen to me. Can I I help you understand? Now, all he had done, it says that he rested on the seventh day uh, because he was done with his work. His work was creation, and now he's seated, waiting for something to happen. But before he waited for something to happen, he created you. So in essence, you're not a creator. You are a man, Ephester. You're you're not a creator. You are a man who brings what God created out of the obscure. Out of ambiguity, you're here to bring it out of the unseen into the seen. You're here to bring it down from heaven, up from hell, out of sin and shame. It don't matter to you if it's hell right now. It's already done. So you are like Jesus. Go into the depths of hell and bring out a dead loved one. Go into the depths of hell and renew your business. Go into the depths of hell of a bad marriage and restore it. Say it, I'm all that. All of that energy is inside you. You don't need a pastor or a bishop. You don't need me for that. You just need me to stand here, look you in your face, and tell you who you are. My job is to make sure you manifest. Because if I can get you on earth, I get everything that was designed for you. That's how this thing works. So now, you need some scripture. I know you're like, "Mm mm-hmm, I'm a manifester, huh? That's what I'm supposed to be doing. Let me give you a few scriptures. Genesis 1.27 says, I'm going to just show you in scripture. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him male and female. And he gave them dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, the cattle that walk on the ground. He gave them over the creeping things. He gave them dominion, and he told them that they could subdue the earth. Now, what is he saying? He's saying, I created the earth, I created everything for it, and now I put you in the earth to bring it into the earth. You have dominion on earth, man. God says, I don't have it, you have it. You have the dominion to bring into earth whatever you're dreaming. I'm going to pr- prove that in a minute. So Ephesians 1.3 says this. This is your Bible. Am I yelling? Good. Okay, so this is what it says. Blessed be God... And Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, who has what? Blessed us with every... Where is the blessing? So every blessing he's already given to you, but it's not in your hands. They're in spiritual places. Your blessing is in another realm. Your house is in another realm. Your husband and wife is in another realm. Your baby is in another realm. Your cure from cancer is in another realm. Your children's marriage is in another realm. They're in heavenly places. They're in invisible places. But they are there. You don't ever have to pray that they be there. You ain't got to fast about them being there. Oh, you ain't got to skip no meals. Say, God... I I saw this baby in my heart. I know I'm not pregnant. They said, I can't get pregnant. We can't have a baby. But I saw this baby in my heart. God, create this baby. The baby exists. It, It doesn't matter what it is, even if it's impossible for everybody else to believe. Forget me. Forget everybody. Stick with what you're seeing in your dream. You're not responsible for manifesting my stuff. You're responsible for manifesting your stuff. I said I'd give you more scripture. They're in spiritual places. John 1, 3. Here's your Bible. Watch what he says. All things were made through him, and without him, nothing was made. I'm going to point something out to you in a minute. In him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shines in darkness, and he and the darkness did not Comprehend it. Watch what it says right here. He said, Everything, all things were made through him. And without him, nothing was made that was made. Three times he speaks in the past tense. All things have already been made, there is nothing that hasn't been made. And everything that was made, he made in Genesis 1. Am I talking to anybody out there? Everything that was made was made, and it was made by him. As a matter of fact, nothing that was made was not made without him. He was was the thing that was made. He was the thing that was made. He is the thing that was made, and he's going to be the thing that was made. There's nothing that's going to be made that he didn't make. There ain't no devil making nothing. Ain't no devil made nothing. Devil don't make appointments for you. Devil doesn't make travel for you. None of that stuff. Anything that's not made by God, you should say, that ain't for me. Why would you eat food that you didn't order being brought to your table? No, no. Now, since you're on the ropes, let me knock you out. We don't need no TKO. You need to be fully out. Matthew 18, 18. Watch this now I want, y'all to, I want y'all to read this loud Read it loud at home Read it loud at work Wherever you are Read it now Assuredly I say to you Whatever you bind on earth Will be bound in heaven And whatever See you You literally God created it But now you have to manifest it God says uh, okay, in the in in the in the Greek, Pastor Josh, this word is in a female gender, which means it already exists in her. The eggs already exist. Okay, okay, the eggs already exist in her, but when the sperm pregnates it, it manifests. So this is a picture of in the Greek. It's a picture of it's already done when you do it. Okay, so here's how the derivative goes. It has been, but it will be. It has been done by God, but it will be done when you say so. Has been, will be, say it. Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. This is God saying, I've already done it, but you got to allow it. Let that sink in. I've already done it. Now, whatever you allow, it's already done. Whatever you bind, whatever you say is illegal, God says, I've already bound it. Let it be so in your world. Whatever you loose, God says, I've already loosed it. But if you allow it, if you allow it, I'll let what I loose become in your life. You don't need to have nobody standing up here with no stiff collar said, saying, yea, thus saith the Lord. The Lord says, listen, these are people are dummy Christians. You don't need nobody to tell you what the Lord says. You can feel it in your belly. You know what God wants to do for you because you think about it, you pray about it, you see it, you smell it, you touch it. Once you have kids, they will remind you, Mama, this is what you said. Do you remember when we were younger, Mama, and this is what you did? This, Dad, this is, do you remember taking us on that trip and you said, no, I don't remember that at all. But this is what you said to us, Dad. So now we manifest. We allow it. You, my brother and my sister, you don't have to make anything happen. It's not your job. He already made it happen. You allow it. And I'm going to tell you how. Now, can I get in your face for a minute now? Here I come now. Okay. Now, okay. Here's what you've not heard me teach. In Genesis 1 and 3, the first thing God made when he said the earth was void, there was nothing there, darkness. He made something called light. Pastor Josh shared one side of the coin of it, and now I'm going to share the other side of the coin of this word light. This is what it says. Then God said, now watch him now. Let there be light, and there was light. God saw the light. That it was good. And God divided the light from darkness, and God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. So the evening and the morning was the first day. Here's what this word means on the other side. This word light means revelation. And I'm going to tell you what this revelation is. This word revelation, revelation is a new knowledge. It's new information. It's how you see it. It's revelation. And it's also personal awareness write it down I'll show you in a minute it's revelation about your personal awareness and it's simply called conscious truth oh lord what is this revelation can I can I tell you now he made light and he saw that light was good now in the 14th verse he made the sun the moon the stars and everything in the orbit but right here it's not that he's really concentrating on It's the light, and this is what it is. Let me describe it. Let me describe it. I know y'all taking notes in the room, and you might be taking notes at home, but look at me for just a second. The first thing that happens to you when you wake up in the morning, two things that happen in milliseconds. The first thing that happens when you really wake up is you become aware that you are. Watch me now. You become aware that you are aware that you're alive. Because before that, you were unconscious to even that you were alive. People die in their death and don't even know they died. Die in their sleep, rather, right? So now, the first thing that happens is that you realize that you're here. The second thing you realize is your awareness of who you are. Martin wakes up, and I said, wow. I'm awake. I'm awake. The second thing I realize is everything I am. I realize Lanelle is lying next to me. I realize I have children. I, I realize I pastor. I realize how my life is. And in that second, I have now become manifester. Watch me. What God created in Genesis 3 was my awareness. My consciousness of who I am. And once I say and realize who I am, everything in my I amness comes to me. Okay. Okay, when I, when I wake up, when I wake up, I can say a simple phrase like this. I am awake. So I realize I am. Wow. Then I realize I'm awake. What I'm saying is I'm, I'm Martin, but I'm awake. I know Lanelle, I know Josh, I know Callie, I know Vanessa, I know my mom, I know everybody. I know, I know my money, I know my house, I know everything. And as I am manifesting in the morning, I'm bringing stuff to me. Because I cannot have what I'm not conscious of. When you become conscious... God created a system to give you what you're conscious of. Whoever I am is, He has to give you the I am because He created this law. The first law He made was I'm gonna help you realize your own personal awareness. And then out of your personal awareness, you build your life. You won't be able to blame nobody. You won't be able to ask nobody. You won't, I'm not going to create man so that he has to depend on another man. So my question is, and shout it, What? ask yourself, what am I conscious of? Because whatever you're conscious of is what you get. Yes. Yes, sir. That is good. You are making consciousness, consciousness. 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 Am I conscious of being a victim? Oh am, am I conscious of being poor? If, is, is, my pre, is, is my depression really not depression? It's just really I have a consciousness of being depressed? Am, am, am I in the middle of this divorce because I always saw it coming? Yes, I'm, not, I'm not losing money. I'm not losing money, but am I conscious? I've just been waiting. You know, I just figured the earth is bad. Everybody hates everybody. And eventually, once I get something, I got to protect it. And I got to hang out around it because somebody going to steal it. Am I conscious of that? Am 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 I bringing this into my own world? Am I blaming the devil for something I created? See, you're getting ready to give birth to some things. They have to come to fruit this season. Now, how do we decide what we give birth to? Because it's my decision. Because he has never planned anything bad for me. So how do I make sure I get into this role of manifesting one good thing after another, one good thing after another? Ooh, that was an oops. That was real bad. No, that's not who I am consciously. I don't know why that happened, but I ain't got nothing to do with me. Right, I'm, I'm, I'm manifesting. I'm manifesting. Oops, car crash. Car crash. Uh-uh. Stay over here. God, you take care of the car crash. Mm-mm. I'm over here Manifesting. I'm gonna stay right here. Somebody say that for me. I'm gonna stay right here. Can God really build a house in your belief that He's already done it? I don't want to. I don't want to keep y'all today. So y'all sit down in here. Y'all get me excited, okay? So now, so now, what are you conscious of? And see, nobody will teach you this, but Dr. Monroe made me swear I would teach this. Yes, he did. He made me swear, not promise. So let me, can I talk to y'all about this Christian church? Can I talk to y'all about all these denominations? Can I talk to y'all about these Christians? Okay, let me teach for a minute then. Let me teach for a minute. I, I, want you to go, I want you to think about this. I want you to write at the top of your notes the Council of Nicaea. The Council of Nicaea, 325 A.D. I'm going to go back for you. Are you all okay? Say to yourself, what am I manifesting? <laughs> yeah. What am I conscious of? How do I live every day? What am I expecting? Because I can only get what I expect. I cannot, there is no such thing as there's a witch in my life controlling my life. No, the witch got in your head so that you could do what they want. You don't ever give your mind to anyone else. Okay, the Council of Nicaea. Constantine, who was the the new emperor of Rome decided he wanted to end all these religious wars, which we're in right now. Christians fighting against one another in different countries. What can we wear? How do we do this? What do we, her, her hair is too long. Stop wearing earrings. We believe this. We believe you need to be baptized. You don't need to be baptized. You need to be circumcised. So he said, I want to bring my entire kingdom together. So what he did was he brought in all the Christians to Rome. He brought them in, and it was the council. This council would decide what they would put in and take out of the Bible. I'll let you do your own study. I'm coming for you. Pastor Mike, I don't believe that. Stay in the chat, my brother. I'm going to get you free. That's why you're having heart attacks now. The council of Nicaea decided. So he let all these Christians come, and they're, now they're going to decide what's going to be canonized. What's going in the canon? How will the Bible look? Because that little Bible you got, when they came to Nicaea, it was libraries. I mean, yeah, that's I, it was scrolls. It was millions and millions of pages. So how are we, what are we going to put forward to say this is the Bible? So they decided to make a Bible and then they took books out of the Bible, the book of Enoch. They took they took. They took over 75 books out of the Bible. (laughs) And the reason they took them out was because the Bible at the time gave too much control to the people. Google this yourself. Don't blame me and don't send me no email, especially if if you're smart, don't send me one. If you're stupid, go ahead. They decided to put together a Bible so that they could control people. The emperor did. So there are some books like the book of Enoch that really taught you how to walk with God. They let in that little verse that says "And Enoch walked with God until he was not. That's all you know about Enoch. Enoch taught how, okay, I'm off, I'm off, I'm off, oh, no, no, I'm off, I'm way off. Enoch literally taught how to wake up in the morning and walk with God all day. I said, they said, uh-uh, we cannot let them know how to walk with God for themselves. My name, I am the king of all kings. They need to wake up and figure out how to follow me. So we're going to take that book out. But back to what I'm talking about today. They took out my favorite book, though, the book of Thomas. Thomas. Now, for all of you out there, oh, Lord, he's getting ready to preach something not in the canon. I don't care. I'm talking to kingdom citizens. They took out the book book called the Gospel of Thomas, Josh, because the book of the Gospel of Thomas is not a book. It has no stories in it. It has no allegories. It has no parables. It only has the words that Jesus said. See, then they, watch me now. Then they, what do they call Thomas? Why did they label him doubting Thomas? Because they don't want you to look for his gospel and they don't want you to believe in what he said. Don't mess with me. So they say he's doubting Thomas. In essence, Thomas said, Jesus, me and you've been walking for three years. You know I'm not going to believe what I really want to do, Jesus. I want to put my hand in there. Jesus said, go ahead. Jesus didn't condemn him. Thomas was a guy of truth. Thomas said, Matthew, John, and Luke, all you boys, y'all talk about how he was walking on the road. Walking on the road. Y'all talk about him going to Lazarus' house. Y'all do all that. He said, all I want to write down is the exact words he said. I want to know exactly what he said and what it meant. I don't need no stories. (laughs) I don't need none of that. And Thomas wrote down 114 statements from Jesus. That's it. And when Constantine and them saw that, they said, now let me give you three things. If I don't make it today, I'll make it one one of these days. Watch this now. So, He's just talking about, ooh, should I say that? Okay, so this is, These are the three reasons. They said, we're going to take it out. They said, we're taking out the book of Thomas because he is anti-woman. Let me tell you why. Because Thomas wrote something that said like this. Thomas said that for God to use Mary, he'll have to make her a man. So they said, Thomas has a problem with women. But you kingdom citizens know what he was saying. Thomas was saying, listen, guys, there's no difference between women and men. And if you can't get over she's a man, then see her as a man. Okay. If you can't hear her, if you can't hear your wife or hear a preacher or hear, if you can't hear her just like she's a man, then look at her like a man. So they said he's anti-woman. He was simply saying, she's a man. Why can't a woman say, thus saith the Lord? Why can't a woman stand here? Thomas said, y'all losing it. In Genesis, she's the same. But they say, we're going to take it out because he's anti-woman. The second reason they said we're going to take Thomas out is that it promotes, they wrote it this way, it promotes secret knowledge. He's agnostic. He's telling the truth and the simple patterns about how to live on earth. He's empowering everybody. So we got to take it out. He said stuff like this. They, They said, unlike the gospel of Thomas, they're saying, Jesus makes the message of the gospel clear. Thomas makes it obscure. But Thomas didn't make it obscure He only said, this is what Jesus said, and this is what it meant. The third reason they took it out was that Thomas said, your body is bad. Your spirit is good. Y'all with me already? Thomas said, forget your body. Work on your spirit. They said, we're taking it out because you got to take care of your body. Thomas said, listen, Jesus told us, that if you feed your spirit, your body will be fine. So literally what they did, son, literally what they did, Callie, literally what they did, my beloveds, they took out the gospel that empowered you. Okay, let me, let me, let me show you something. And maybe you've seen this scene before. Maybe you've seen this scene before, but I, I want to I read to you something that's in this scene. I love this movie. We watch it at least a couple times a year. In this scene right here, the guy who's looking for the book in the, in the book of Eli, he's looking for the book. This is what he says. Can I read it to you? He says, uh, it's not, he said it's not a book. It's a weapon. This weapon is aimed at the heart and the mind of the weak and the desperate. He said, it will give us control over them. If we want to rule more than one little town, we have to have that book. He said, people will come from all over and they will do exactly what I tell them to do. If the words of the book are in my mouth, then he said, it happened before. And it will happen again. He's pointing to Nicaea. He's pointing to to today's Judeo church. He's pointing to charismatics, evangelicals, Baptists, all this stuff we got going on. He's saying that's how they use the Bible to take control over your life. Yeah, I'll read it again. I'll read it again. I'll read it again. He said it's not a book. It's a weapon. It's what we use to control them. We don't use it to empower them. We use it to control. They're asking in the scene, Why we've lost 40 men. Why are we going after this book? What is this book? This book is crazy. Are you obsessed? He said it's not a book. Look at him fussing at his men. He just got shot in the leg. He's willing to give his life for a book because he wants to rule people. And that's what they did at Nicaea. They put together a book to give people like me a weapon to put you in to put, take control from you. And now all y'all are shocked. You're like, what? That's in the movie? Yeah, it's in the movie. Now, watch this now. So the book of Eli, this whole movie, this threatening gospel had a few points to it. I'll go through them quick. It's a threatening gospel. It threatens the powerful. Man is Here's what they were afraid of. Y'all ready? Man is the same as God. We can't have that. We can't have men thinking that they are God too. Yes. That's why I'll preach Psalms 8 five times a year. Well, we're tired of hearing that. We know. I don't know you heard the kingdom till your life manifests. Okay. Now, I'm your pastor. Oh, okay. Okay. Hold up now. Y'all, listen. I'm your apostle. I don't, I, listen, I love you, but I don't need you now. I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you. So it's not my job to make you like me. My job is to stand here and make you powerful. That's all I'm going to do. I, you know, I ain't got nothing to do with that. I ain't, I, I ain't got nothing to do with that. I ain't trying to make nobody mad. I ain't trying to do nothing. But here, I got to make sure that you're powerful. The only way I know, the only way I know, Josh, the only way I know is when I see you next time, you show up in a manifestation. You show up and something's come out of you. You show up and your mind looks different. Your eyes are wide open. You're smiling. You're giving birth to something. So I don't really care about any of that other stuff, but I care about the manifestation of God and the goodness of God in your life. I care about your children manifesting. I care about the generations manifesting. That's what I care about the most. So anyway, so anyway, okay. It was a threatening gospel because this whole idea of man being the same as God, can't do that. This this idea is that the power of God is in man? We can't have that. We we, we can't have man has the consciousness of God? You mean I can be consciously God all day? You mean to tell me the book of Thomas was too empowering? It was kingdom. So they took it out. So I want to read to you, yes, yes a few verses from a book that was in the Bible for 325 years after Jesus died that was taken out because it was too empowering. Watch this now. It's only 114 verses. They're not even called verses. They're called sayings. Okay, maybe I'll explain it like this. It says in the beginning, it says empowering truth. Read it with me. These, put it up there. Yeah, read it with me. Read it out loud. These are the hidden words that the living Jesus spoke. And Didymus, Judas, Thomas, Judas wasn't writing down everything. He just wrote down what Jesus said. Period. And I'm not arguing. You, when you look it up. Everybody agrees that this was in the Bible. I'm not giving you a book that didn't exist. Anybody who studies the Bible knows this, is, this was in the canon originally. Listen to what Judah said. This is verse 1. This right here is biscuits with sausage and syrup on the side. This right here. Dot. Okay. And he said, read it. Whoever finds the meaning of these words, this is Jesus. See, what happened in your spirit just then? Something I said in the word identified with who you're conscious of. I am Jesus, nut job. Watch what he says. Watch y'all. Let your toes tingle on this one. Read it. The one who seeks. What happens when he finds? And what happened? And what? They had to take this out, y'all. Watch this, sweets. Listen, if you're looking, you're searching in your heart. You may not call it looking, but you're waking up every day with these questions. Why do they hate us? Why is this happening? What did that mean? Why won't somebody do something? What's happening to my life? You're asking these questions. You're seeking. He says, don't let, put it back up. Don't let anybody embarrass you about seeking. Keep seeking keep seeking don't let no preacher tell you you shouldn't be seeking god you should know him by now seek him every day every day god where you at what you doing in my life what do you want to do today god what do you have for me today what should i manifest where i don't want to waste my time keep seeking now watch this now when you find out how the kingdom really works You're going to be pissed that nobody told you. Nobody preached it to you. Nobody looked you in the face and said, this is how it works. You're going to be troubled. You're going to be mad. You're going to be upset because you've been working all your life trying to make something happen. And that's not how it happens. Once you find out that you control your own destiny, you're going to be so mad that you gave your life away to other people. You're going to be mad at every preacher who never told you the truth about you, who never told you the truth about God, who never told you the truth about his kingdom. You're going to be troubled. You're going to be like, why would they do that? Why wouldn't they tell me? Why would my pastor want me to be bound? Why wouldn't somebody tell me who I was? Why wouldn't someone reach out to me and grab me by my ears and say, you are a king, you're a queen, sweetheart? Why? It says you're going to be troubled, you're going to be dismayed. But hang on to yourself and say, don't be dismayed too long. Because there's another level. Josh, it says you got to be dismayed for when the next thing to happen. Okay, they will be dismayed. They will be troubled. They will be upset. They will be angry. They will be despondent. They will be whatever. But what's the next phrase say? But when he is dismayed, Thomas is talking to us. He said, once you're like, hmm, what these people have been talking about, what they've been doing. It don't make no sense to me. Why didn't somebody tell me? Oh, shoot, you mean to tell me I got my own destiny in my own hands? Once you're there, he will be astonished. You'll go from being mad to, oh, my God, this is how it works. This is the power I have. This is my anointing. I just need to get into my anointing. Nobody has kept me. Shoot, I'm moving next week. You can't move next week. Yes, I can. I can move right in my head next week. I can move from this apartment to my house in my head. I can become aware of sleeping in Mexico tonight on the beach if I want to. It's all a matter of me, not them. I'm not under anybody's thumb. I don't have to go what people tell me to do. That paycheck doesn't tell me what I can do. He'll be astonished. And I want you to wake up in the morning in astonishment. Wow. I don't have to stay here. I can leave. I don't need Pastor Martin to tell me I can leave here. This is my John Brown decision. (laughs) This is all me. And then he says, once he's astonished... Read it loud. And he will be king. Lowercase Thomas wrote it that way. Thomas did not write it with a capital K. Thomas wrote it in a lowercase K. Thomas is saying, once you get this, you'll be king, little key, K, over all the universe. You. You will rule over all. King of You are the king. He's king over. There ain't nobody else over. Nobody. If you never work for people, even if you're there for free, you work with them. Y'all, it's too much, ain't it? Thomas Rose... This is go okay. Y'all ready for this? Watch how Thomas said something Jesus said. Next verse. Watch this now. I'm sorry, y'all, but I'm coming for me and I'm coming for every ignorant pastor out there. One of my sons tried to force his way in here today, so I'm talking to him too. Read the first words. Jesus says, not Jesus said. Thomas wrote down the words of Jesus as if they exist forever, not said, says. If those, read it loud. If those who lead you say to you. Thomas is saying that Jesus is saying to him, don't let anybody lead you. Don't let them pastor you. Don't let them bishop you. Don't let them apostle you. Don't let them prophet you. P-R-O-F-I-T. Don't let, them, don't let them pastor. Don't let them teach you. Don't let them do it. If they have this, if they say anything like this, check them. Look, you already know that some of the other guys in the gospel wrote it too. But let's read it. Look, if they say, look, the kingdom is in the sky then the birds of the sky will keep going. If they say to you, it is in the, then the fish will precede you. Rather, now now watch what he (laughs) said. I needed to think, because I shouldn't have said what I was going to (laughs) say. If they say to you, that the kingdom is in the sky, then the birds will have dominion over you. you. If you're listening to someone and they say that the kingdom is in the sea, it says precede you, but the fish will rule you. Sharks will eat you. But he says, Jesus says, the kingdom, watch what he says, they took this out of the Bible. The kingdom is. See, they took the last phrase out. In the Bible, they say, but the kingdom is in you. Everybody. That's so good. No. What Thomas says is that the kingdom inside you, you can see it outside of you because you've already created it. The kingdom in you. You have already manifested it. You're living in it. You're driving it. You're experiencing it in your home. Everywhere you go, you're living in that kingdom that was inside. Now it's outside. Because everything in you will manifest. So Thomas makes it plain. The kingdom, say it with me, the kingdom... Is inside and outside of me. So watch this now. So it's your inside that manifests your outside. It's the power inside you that changes everything about you. Can I give you one more? This is just the third saying of Jesus. You ain't going to sleep. This is, just, this is just the third saying of Jesus. You're not going to sleep. This is the whole third verse. The, the whole third verse. Did I give that to y'all? The whole one. Okay. So go down to where it says, when you come, to know yourselves. Oh, Jesus. I feel the Holy Ghost coming up in the room. Read it, y'all. When you come to know yourself, come on, then you will be known and you will realize that you are the children of the living Father. Watch this now. But if you do not come to know yourself, then you exist in poverty, and you. I can't wait till you teach this. Hold up, hold up, hold up now. My boss, they would not hire me. I had to get another job. They're not paying me what I'm worth. I don't have enough to do for my family. I can't do all this all this stuff, and it's because they wouldn't hire me. They. And what Thomas is saying that Jesus said is, You have created this. The poverty you're in, you created. The mess you're in, you created it. Because at the top, you don't even know who you are. You need a mufasa. You need a mufasa. You 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 need what was that monkey's name? A Rafiki. You need a Rafiki in your life. Let me be Rafiki. Rafiki, you don't know who you are. Where do I find myself, Simba said. Look harder. Look harder inside. Look at your own head. Look at your own heart. Look at your own desires. You've forgotten who you are. You, you're, you're unconscious now. You're unconscious as to your depth. You're unconscious as to your power. You're unconscious as to your dominion. You're unconscious as to your calling. You're unconscious. I'm not a woman. I'm a man of God in a woman's body. And you may try to couch me. You may try to situate me. You may try to put me in your categories But I fit in only one category, and that's the God category. And I'm not going to let you stuff my round peg into that square hole. You don't let this world form you. Form yourself. Oh, God. Oh, I don't want to get stuck here. I'll come back. Hey, can I throw something at you? Listen, listen. With this new revelation, now you can read the Bible different. So light is not light. Light is revelation and awareness and conscious of who you are. So Jesus said these words, you are the light. Okay? You're the consciousness. You're the knowledge. You're the revelation. You're the one who shows people, ah, we got fired. We got fired. You're like, oh, good God Almighty. We got fired. That means something's getting ready to manifest. Something's getting ready to show up in my life. I mean, you are the light of the world. They said, I'm sick. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Why? I'm not conscious of being sick, so I can't be sick. You keep your report. I'm going home and be conscious of who I is. your consciousness your awareness your awareness of who you are walks in the room before you get in there when you get in the room people be like who what should i do with her i don't know how to treat her something different about her she doesn't seem to really care or need what i'm getting ready to offer her she seems confident she seems to be within herself Uh, Let me try her out. (laughs) Let me ask just one question. See how he answers. Well, we're only going to choose one person for this job today. I understand that. I understood before I came in. I understand. But if it's my job, I'll prove that in here. If it's not, I won't. And then I'll simply go on about my merry way. The universe loves me. Something in them will hate you, but then they'll be like, Shoot, I want her around. I, I want to be with him. I mean, something about him. They don't know what it is, but you are manifesting. And the doors closed in your face do nothing. Be like water. Water is non res Okay. You are the bread of life. All the Okay, okay. <laughs> once you understand, once you are aware. Okay, okay, okay. The, the Bible says that the blessing doesn't come from the north. Nor the south, But where does it come from? comes down from the father of what? Lights. Now you understand what light means. It means an awareness of who you are. It means the father of consciousness. So whatever you're conscious of, that's what Big Daddy going to bring you. Big Daddy going to bring you what you're conscious of. What you're conscious of being. Where you're conscious of staying. Big Daddy going to give you what you know you're supposed to have. And he don't need you to give it. He don't need you to do nothing except receive it. Because once you ask, you receive. This is too much and I only got a few minutes. I'm going to skip some of this. I'm going to skip some of this. Ooh-wee. Okay, I got to go. He's the Father of lights. Watch this now. Watch this now. Matthew 16, 23. And in that day, I'm, I'm, I'm finna, okay, you're gonna, you're gonna need smelling salts after this one. Because now I'm gonna give you another scripture that from the Aramaic, when they came to Nicaea, they said, We got it. we can't have that in there. So they took off two sentences of this verse. Just two. Two phrases, one sentence. Here it is. This is what he says. And in that day you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive, that your joy may be full. That's what's in our Bible. They took out two phrases. Watch this. Here's the scripture with the two phrases. Y'all ready? No, you ain't. Yes, we are. You ain't ready. I ain't even ready for this. And I've been studying this five years. I ain't even ready. This shocks me. Is you ready? Let's go. Read it. <laughs> Will you read it now? Your spirit, your spirit, your spirit. All these things... You ask what? Straightly. Where? From inside. My name, come on. Now so far, you've, you've asked nothing like this. So far, you've asked, you have not done this. Watch this now. Listen to what he says. Ask without hidden motive, And be surrounded by your answer. And be enveloped by what you desire. They say, "Uh uh-uh. We can't tell them how to do it now. They wanted us to submit to godly men with robes on and mitres and stuff and smoke. They wanted to say, That's my man of God. I believe anything he says. If he tells me to shoot somebody, I'll shoot him. It must be God. If my leader tells me to go burn something down, I'll go burn it down in the name of Jesus. But here, put it back up, please. I'm coming. This is what he says. I want you to do a few things. Y'all see the scripture? Yeah. Now you can go. He said, this is what I'm telling you. It's this simple. Ask from the finish. Okay. Watch this now. Watch this now. Okay. Okay. Anybody in here ever been around a pregnant woman? Okay. Okay. I mean in your consciousness. I don't remember being in my mother's womb. But is there a difference between your twins saying they're hungry inside you and when they're outside you? There is. Jesus said, don't ask outside of me. Children inside a mother's womb, I remember. When that child calls for food, they just get food. They don't have to say it. They don't have to think about it. They just get food. You got it? And mama... Mama in that moment is going to do whatever she has to do to release that food. Eat if she has to grab Martin by the ears and say, I told you an hour ago in this meeting, I was hungry. <laughs> Babe, I missed it. What she's telling me is the child inside of her is going to eat. Because this child is inside. This child is inside. It ain't going to wait to eat. This child will eat and the mama will die. Jesus said, don't ask outside of me. He says, come inside. Come inside where you're warm. Come inside where you get everything you asked for. Come inside where you know no stress. You don't even know it's cold outside. You don't even know it's raining. You don't even, you're not even aware of anything else around you. Your only awareness is that you're in me. Your only awareness is that you it up in here. Everything's up in here. Everything's for you. You just ask for it. It comes. Jesus is on demand. So all those scriptures about asking anything, that's what Thomas was trying to say. Thomas is saying, ask from the finish. Ask expecting demand. Number two, he's saying, I'm coming for y'all. Finish with me strong. Number two, he says, ask without judgment. Stop doing what silly Christians tell you to do. Dr. Monroe taught me this years ago. He said, why would you curse the cancer you're trying to cast out? Don't judge it. If you want to manifest healing, manifest healing. You ain't got to buy no devil. You nasty cancer. Cancer be like, oh, so it's going to be a fight then. We got to fight this out. All you had to simply do is simply say, listen, you're healed. You're healed. You're healed now. It's already done. God didn't plan this for you. Be healed. (laughs) Anytime, if I judge my wife in the divorce, how's God going to manifest a good marriage? I've just built an antagonizing spirit in her. My child is always going to resist me if they feel like I'm let, if they feel like I'm disappointed in them. Don't judge it. Don't bring it, write this down. Don't bring your ego into this. Ain't nobody trying to do nothing to you, so don't be trying to do nothing to nothing else. Don't bring your ego in. Do it without judgment. Don't judge yourself. Don't even do this. Martin, you're stupid. You should have known this. It's all your fault. Why judge yourself? Thomas said, don't judge yourself. Jesus is the judge. Next, Thomas is saying, act like you already have received. Act like you already have it. In other words, he says, envelop yourself in your desire. Act like you already have it. Act like God's already answered your prayer. Then lastly, he said, and now be glad about it. Get happy. Well, I can't make myself happy. Yes, you can. Paul said, I think. Okay. Paul said, I think myself happy. so you can make yourself happy. That knocked you out, didn't it? That scripture in Thomas. So last thing, listen to what he's saying now. Can I say this to you? When consciousness, when your consciousness, when it connects with your belief system and they become one, now you can ask with emotion but you have to connect your awareness to who you're conscious of being we call it in the bible faith but at the end of the day who you really think you are has to connect with what you believe until it's already done in your mind in your heart in your spirit when those two become one then you pray then you prophesy then you speak then you begin to decree because who you are and what you believe are one when you do that now you can speak in power and you start to manifest So as we start our consecration, as we start our consecration, that starts today. You need to do it. Because Thomas even said, if you can't abstain from the world, you'll never discover yourself. So our consecration is really about these four things real quick. It's about minimizing or the fast. We're going to fast this current world. We're going to minimize this world system in our head. That's what fasting does, that's what consecration does. Number two, we're gonna maximize the truth of our own hearts, our consciousness. We're gonna turn away from food and from other things so we can maximize what is my dream, what is my desire. Number three, we're gonna meditate on it like he told Joshua. All we're gonna do for 21 days is meditate on the things we're conscious of being. We're gonna watch what we're conscious of saying to ourselves. i never get a parking space at work. We're going to be conscious of that, and then we're just going to say something different. I always get a park. Someone's always leaving when I drive up. It's easy to say either, but you got to decide what you're saying. Number four, we're going to manifest what's truly in our hearts. We're going to see it, touch it. We're going to take it from thinking about it to seeing it in our hands. Am I making sense? I'm going to be done right there. That was a lot, and I had a few other notes. But this is what I want you to do. Now, go get the whole family. Come back around. You put, you've taken your notes. Put your notebook down. Because I want to talk to you about something. I want to talk to you, and I want you to come with me as we say these words. It's already done. 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 It's already done. 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 Say it with me in the room. It's already done. Come on online say it with me it's already come on everything god has for you already done 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 get it in your mind it's already one more time everybody it's already okay we got something for you get up on your feet get up on your feet where you're at home we got something for you. We want you to do this because it's time to manifest in a great way. It's time to see some things happen. Watch this and join in with us. Come on. It's already done. 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 Come on, say it. It's already done. 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 Come on, everybody. It's already done. 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 Everything it's he promised. Come on. Done. Done. It's already done. 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 Come on. It's already done. It's already done. 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 Come on. It's already done. 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 Come on. Now you got it. Ready. Done. done. Come on. Done. Here's the time done. in your life where it's God wants to manifest done. great things in your life. You got to get into a consciousness that it's already done. You gotta get into a place in your mind and in your spirit that is already finished. And you're gonna add your faith to what God's already said about you. It's time to mess fest. Come on, already done. Done, done. Come on, y'all. It's already done, done, done. Come on, say it loud. It's, it's already, already done. Every house. Done. Done. Every bill it's paid, already done. Every sickness done. out of your body. Done. Every joyous it's already thing. Done. Say it. Done. 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 Come on. It's, it's already. already done. Done. Is he good? Done. He's manifesting now. He wants to manifest done. through your life done. Everything, you've ever done. everything you've ever wanted, everything you've ever desired. Done. Come on, right here and bless his it's name. Done. You ought to glorify him. You ought to honor him at home. You ought to praise him at home. You ought to lift him up wherever you are. Come to your awareness. Come to yourself. Come to who you really are. Because everything God has for you is already done. Already finished. Already completed. Already the things of God that He wants you to endure. He wants you to enjoy. So enjoy it. Is He good? Come on, shout to Him. Hallelujah. He is good. He is good. He is good. So now that we're in this space, let's go out like this. Come on, one, two. It's already done. 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 Come on, everybody. It's already done. 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 Say it till you, you feel it. Done, Say it till you it's feel it. Done, Say it till you it's feel it. Done, Say it till you done, feel it. Done. Say it in your spirit. It's already done. Every card that you want. Every house that you want, every spirit that you want, every dream that you want, every knowledge in your head, you're gonna see it in your hands. When your feet don't walk in, God's gonna give it to you. Come on, it's already done, done, done. Everything you want. Your head. Get it in your head get it in your head
1: get it in your
0: head until it gets in your spirit get it in your head